0: You do it right to update your home and stick to your budget. Lowe's is here to help with Labor Day savings throughout the store. Upgrade your appliances and save up to 40% off select appliance special values. Like a Samsung front load laundry pair with steam in a champagne finish was $19.98 and now is just $13.96. And refresh your home with $15 off gallon cans and $45 off 5 gallon pails via Lowe's gift card rebate when you buy select interior and exterior paint and stain. This Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Paint offer valid through 94 appliance offer valid through nine eleven. U.S. only.
1: The following comes to you to potbean.com. In the Artist's Realm with Sylvia Stein. Here we go. And welcome to In the Artist's Realm with Sylvia Stein. Here we go. To In the artist realm with Sylvia Stein. I hope I am Sylvia Stein and I'm glad that you're with us here through podbean.com. Happy, happy Friday! I hope everyone's having an amazing day so far. And sorry, happy, happy Thursday! I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't know why it feels like a Friday. Happy, happy Thursday, everyone. I hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday and I'm sure you're looking forward to Friday because then you have. The weekend it is memorial day weekend and a lot of you have plans so hopefully you have great ones thank you for being here and i apologize for the long hiatus i've had for in the artist Rome. i think the last show i've done is february uh this year and i went on a hiatus during lent and then i had not done a new show i've done for my other podcast but i wanted to start back with the in the artist Rome podcast this week and I was trying to do a show last uh, yesterday and unfortunately the audio just got uh, didn't work. I don't know if it was the app that I was using. I was, I'm trying to use an app on the phone and then get the GarageBand music from my old computer, the iMac, and hopefully this comes out. I hope it does. Today we're going to, good morning, and today we're reflecting on crafting dynamic dialogue. Strength. Uh, the Chapter 5 Strengthening Your Dialogue by author Jerry Cleaver. Now, Crafting Dynamic Dialogue is the complete guide to speaking, conversing, arguing, and thinking in fiction. And this is from the editors of Writer's Digest. And the foreword is by Cheryl St. John. Now, the last chapter that I covered for this was Chapter 4 by Sarah Domet. Uh, And it was say what quick tips for your characters. Now I'm going to reflect on Strengthening Your Dialogue by author Jerry Cleaver. Now let's learn a little bit about him. But first I would like to do a few announcements. As I said, um, uh, welcome back everyone. Those that tune in to In the Artist Realm. Thank you all for the support and the downloads. I really do appreciate all you do. So I'm going to give you a loud cheer now. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. I could not do this without you. I appreciate all you downloading the free downloads. I'm really, really grateful. Now, I would uh, also appreciate the support of the podcast. If you look through Dynamo uh, or iTunes, you can find that it does contain some ads now, which I'm really proud. Uh, I, I started uh with dynamo ads that i've added to the show and i hope that you all download the episode so that way you all could help with the you know uh type of uh ads that they have that i can share on my show cuz it also helps the podcast now uh i've also put put on there where you can support the podcast it's not really a lot i think a lot i think it's a dollar a month and you can become a supporter of the podcast And I would give you a shout out on the show. And another way to support is um, by subscribing to the podcast and adding your review through iTunes. You can go through iTunes, write a review, I think, on Podbean. But subscribe. That would be amazing. I could really use the reviews. A lot of people have said, we really like your podcast. But if you took the time to write a review, I would really be very grateful. So... Those are the few announcements. Of course, I am working on my new book, um, which will be out hopefully this fall. I was hoping this summer, but life uh, happens. Yesterday, my husband and I celebrated 15 years of marriage, and and we we were really, really happy. Thank you what i love about the garage band all the music and all the sounds uh the jingles and the sound effects are all from taken from garage band which is easy to use so uh but i wanted to say that um yesterday we celebrated 15 years of marriage we've been together for about 18 years so it's you know it's been amazing and we celebrate it and you know it was a low-key celebration we'll probably do something this weekend with our kids because our kids are very involved in so many things as most of you parents know if you have children and some of you have nieces nephews or relatives that have children uh it keeps you busy but it keeps you going of course uh my daughter's been in dance this year she just finished uh her recital was last week, last Friday, and it was petite, so she had like her first year of competition, which was very exciting, and we're continuing on this fall. And then of course uh, my son had uh was in a play. My middle son, uh, Michael, my daughter Connie was is in dance, consuelo, my daughter, and uh and my son Michael is uh in uh drama club he joined drama club and did mary poppins junior that they had at holly ridge middle he, he was in the ensemble for his first year and did the policeman so it was exciting the rehearsals and the everything he had to do plus we had to yeah you know, we just had a trip to new york in early may which i was able to attend with him and then of course my oldest son he's in band he's had some concerts he's in the eighth grade band And he's really excited about tonight's concert. Today is his last concert for the year. He's had some pep rallies he's had, um, and, and he's really excited. And of course he's moving on to high school, which is exciting as well. But, um, he also had a a great trip to Washington this year, which my husband was able to attend with him and we couldn't have done it without our in-laws, my mom and dad, um, Kathy and Dale Stein. So shout out to all of them and all our family you know, who helped, you know, who helped us throughout, you know, and even though those that are not close, they still call and check in with us. And we we are able to see them from, you know, we try to visit and you know my, all my family's in Texas. And we also have family in Michigan and, you know, and, you know, of course we have family here and we're so grateful. So shout out to all our families, but now I'm rambling on and getting off topic, but wishing everyone a happy, Happy, happy Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I hope you all have, it. you know, if you have plans, if not, you if you're just uh, trying to fix up your house, like most of what I'm going to do this weekend, um, you know, get stuff ready, prepared so you could get clutter out of the way, start early before the summer. And, uh, you know, and, and of course the end of school days are coming. So we get very, very busy. So this is why my book has been pushed back to the fall, but I'm hoping to have it. Um, That's where I started all of this. And then um, hopefully it'll be released uh, by fall of this year. And then I'm working on other projects and I'll announce them as they come. But I hope to have more authors, editors, and artists come to the show. I hope if you're an artist listening now, a musician, a songwriter, uh, and want to come to In the Artist Realm, please let me know so that way... I can have you on the show schedule send you a schedule and we and you can come on and we can uh, interview you one-on-one and share your ideas and what you have to share and and tips that you want to give whether uh, it you know it, it can be a musician uh, an artist a uh, uh, singer of uh, you know i think i said musician well musician uh, whether you play or you sing or you songwrite write or an artist that you know that you have you, you paint or or a fiber artist or any type of art that you want to talk about or a speaker that wants to come to the show and of course uh, authors editors writers you know want to share your advice and come to to the show as well so thank you all for tuning in and i just wanted to say that and that's what i'm going to start with and, and books I recommend, of course, it's going to be Crafting Dynamic Dialogue, uh, The Complete Guide to Speaking, Conversing, Arguing, and Thinking in Fiction from the editors of Writer's Digest, forward by uh, Cheryl St. John. And I'll read a little synopsis of it. Write authentic dialogue that invigorates your story. And it, this book helps you with the how to bend the rules to create a specific effect, understand the role of dialogue and reader engagement, use dialogue and jargon effectively, give every character a believable, unique voice, set the pace and tone, reveal specific character background details, generate tension and suspense, and utilize internal dialogue. So it says whether you're writing flash fiction, a short story, or a novel-length manuscript, Crafting Dynamic Dialogue will help you develop, write, and uh, refine dialogue to keep your readers hooked. So make sure you check out um, writersdigest.com and this book, Crafting Dynamic Dialogue, The Complete Guide to Speaking, Conversing, Arguing, and Thinking in Fiction from the editors of Writers Digest. And that, that's one of the books I recommend. My other book is by author and poet. And I had her on my other podcast. I hope to have her on this one uh, sometime soon, maybe in June. Uh, Chastity Gaines and Wrecking of the Dead is her book. It's on Amazon. It, it already became an Amazon bestseller. She is a poet. If you have not read Wrecking of the Dead by Chastity Gaines, hopefully you'll check that book out. And I'm sending a shout out to of that, that book that I recommend. I need to put in my review this weekend, but it's a fantastic, uh, it, it's a great book, but it's also very um, emotional, therapeutic, because it deals with grief and, and how to go about it. She talked about in my other podcast about what grief, you know, what, what that book represented for her. For those of us that have dealt with grief, everyone deals it with it in their own way. This is a... a a tribute to those people that she misses that, have, that you know, that are gone. And it's just a journey that she takes you on. So I don't want to spoil it all. But check out Requiem uh, uh, of the Dead by Chastity Gaines, author Chastity Gaines. It's on Amazon through uh, Kindle version for right now. So hopefully you'll be able to to find that book. And those are my announcements for today. So now we're going to move on to the chapter five with uh the book now a strengthening your dialogue by jerry cleaver so i'm going to play some music to begin this section now let's see here see back into okay here we go it's time for Crafting Dynamic Dialogue, Chapter 5. Okay, so now we're going to begin. Now first, before I begin this section of Strengthening Your Dialogue, I hope you'll check out the other uh, episodes that I've done for PotBean.com and check out the, the beginning chapters of what I've covered so far before you start on this of course download the episode listen to it but to catch up on the other episodes i would download the other episodes so you could uh be able to follow the book and uh for for every time we cover it you're able to follow with us now or follow with me now the other thing is um it it's very important if you hopefully are able to get a copy of this book a lot of us uh, do more of a Kindle version now, but you could also uh, try to uh, save and get your copy of this incredible book, which is also on hard copy paperback. So, and I enjoy paperback books, even though I love Kindle editions too. I pr- always prefer my paperback co- copy of the book if it's available. All right, now let's begin. And I'm going to read you first about uh, Jerry Cleaver. Okay, a little bit about him. It says, Jerry Cleaver was a writer, teacher, writing coach, and creator of Chicago's legendary Writer's Loft. Author, He was an author of immediate fiction, a complete writing course, St. Martin's Press. He was published in various magazines, ghost wrote several books and created numerous online courses. His book was published by the, uh, Renman university press in Beijing and was used by major Chinese universities to teach the burgeoning field of creative writing in China. So he ha- he had, has had quite a repertoire and he had a, quite a repertoire when it comes to writing. So now we're, any of you have not, Uh, read any more about him, please look up Jerry and then Cleaver, C-L-E-A-V-E-R. Okay, and now we're going to begin. He says, this chapter 5, Strengthen Your Dialogue. Some writers freeze up when it comes to putting words in their character's mouths. How does he talk? What would she say? It comes out so stiff, wordy, detached. So what, so what should you do? The first thing always is put it down anyway. It's better to write poor dialogue than to write no dialogue. Lower your expectations, take off the pressure to write well. It, it'll actually help you write more and write better. That's what he says. So before getting into specific techniques, the how of dialogue, you need to understand the why of dialogue. Dialogue's place in story. The biggest mistake you can make with dialogue is treating it as something separate from the story. If you think you have a dialogue problem, you in fact have a story problem. All problems of any consequence are story problems. No matter what the problem appears to be, you must first examine your story. To make sure you have the dramatic forces in place to make uh to move forward sorry in place to move things forward, if your story or scene is lacking those forces, the dialogue will also be lacking. The dialogue is stunning, but the story is dead. It's something you'll never hear. The fault lies not in the dialogue but in the story, for example, if you want it to. You could write a de- decent line of dialogue with some emotional punch for Romeo, Hamlet, or Scarlett O'Hara. That's because the dramatic forces of their stories made the characters come to life on the page. They were defined by the conflicts in their stories and the specific, personal way each struggled to overcome them. Let's see. Romeo by sneaking into the enemy castle for the masquerade ball so uh, just to see Juliet. Hamlet by agonizing over to be or not to be and finally attacking. Scarlet by trying to seduce Ashley. These characters had no trouble speaking. Because they had plenty to say in response to plenty of problems. We experience characters by the way they struggle against the forces opposing them. They're forced by circumstances to speak from the heart and not the head, he says. They have no time to pontificate or philosophize a character cannot speak in a gripping or arresting way about something he cares nothing about can someone speak passionately about the color of the neighbor's lawnmower the situation creates the dialogue not the other way around here's a quick exercise right exercise write a few lines of dialogue that work in response to the following situations so we're going to leave this as homework for the next class of course we're going to continue on but let me give you these scenarios one is, it says, Give me your money or I'll blow you away, he said, showing a gun in my ribs. Sh- Sorry. Sorry, let me read this again. Give me your money or I'll blow you away, he said, shoving a gun in my ribs. I want a divorce, Louise said to John, the morning after their wedding. My best estimate, said Dr. Green, is that you have three, week, uh, three weeks to live. So these are three scenarios, and we're going to work on dialogue with these two, I mean with these three. So we'll share that on next on the next show. But for now, he says the secret, you know, the situation creates the dialogue, not the other way around. And he gives three scenarios. So we'll share those at the beginning of next week's show. But we move on by saying it's not hard to come up with dialogue because the situations demand the right thing from you and the character. Dialogue is a natural part of the situation and is drawn out of the characters when the right story, forces, pressures, threats are present, just as it works in life. You don't have trouble finding the right words when when you're worked up, desperate or frantic about something. So when you're having dialogue trouble, forget it and check the scene. If you don't have a scene with two strong forces, Desire plus obstacle, determined to overcome each other. You won't have the dramatic energy to move the characters to speak in a personal and revealing way. You can't write strong dialogue in a weak story. Another guide that'll keep you out. They'll keep you out of weak. Scene, uh, out of a weak scene, weak dialogue, is to remember, he says, there are no discussions, conversations, or exchanges of information in fiction, only confrontations. A confrontation can be polite and careful. He, can, he continues by saying, okay, but it must be one character attempting to get something. from another character to get someone to do something she doesn't want to do or attempt to make something happen, he says. If that, if that isn't the case in any given scene, your story has stopped dramatically. It's at a standstill, and, and you risk losing the reader and too often your connection to the story. Okay those are the general considerations regarding dialogue now use these tips to make your dialogue stronger so now you know he's given us that advice and now he's we're going to go into where he writes about look inside don't get intellectual get out the scalpel the scalpel and let them talk we're going to go over these in just a moment and I'm going to change the song here so we can start on these Gonna start, and that was the music's all provided by GarageBand. Now we're gonna start with look inside. Realize, he says that, and this is Jerry Cleavers writing this this chapter. Realize that you use dialogue all the time, all day long. You might uh your mind goes at 150 to 300 words a minute every waking hour, it never stops. The words that run through your mind would fill 500 pages a day. The thing to do is to write them the way you would say them. Get out of the way and put the words on the page any way they want to come out. There uh, says then work from there. For example, how don't worry about the character. What would the character would say? But first think about what you would say if you were in the situation. Put that down, then ask yourself what you'd say if you were the character that'll get you closer to the words you need. You may not be there yet, but you'll be on your way. So here it's like we have to dive into the character. You know, I do that when I write. I, I feel I feel like I'm the part a part of that character. So I put myself into their in their place and I say the the way I would say it in that situation, particular situation, I don't know if many of you do that, but that's that's one of the ways to to deal with that. Now I'll give you an example of this. Uh, my novel, Chasing Clarity, and it's by me, Sylvia Stein. It it's a uh, this story deals with a young woman uh, dealing with a very big loss, her love, and and trying to navigate. Those feelings and like I said, grief is everyone deals with grief in different ways I've certainly dealt with grief in my personal life with people that I've that I've loved and lost you know it's unfortunate for all of us we all we don't want to deal with that kind of pain and I can't tell everyone how to feel but I know what what you know the journey that one has to go through everyone deals with it in different ways now. In this story, Mia Gerard, that's the main protagonist, has lost the love of her life, and she's just graduated and was moving on to college, and she had her life her whole life planned, but then you know she has this this big missing gap, which is the love the love of her life you know which is Leo. But, of course, you know, family worries about her. She's preparing to go to his funeral. And her mother, Mary, is very concerned. So, I wrote this scene uh, very, um, you know, on the day of the funeral, she's getting ready to, uh, you know, to go to the funeral. So, here, this is what the interaction is. Okay, it says... She says, um, here it says, Mia, I know what you're doing. She says, uh, Mia, honey, are you up? And this is the day of the funeral. I hesitated, she says. She says, I hesitated before answering and then took a deep breath. Yes, I'm up. I look down for fear she'll catch me rolling my eyes. Mia, I know what you're doing, dear. Oh, and what is that? I asked. Come on, dear, I know you. Since I didn't want to fight with her, I decided to get up. Fine, Mom. She looked at me as I got up out of the bed. Mia, are you sure you can do this today? Once uh, once the words came out of her mouth, I tried very hard to contain myself. What do you mean? Honey, I'm just worried that you won't be able to get through this day. Mom, I'll be fine. She sighed and shook her head. Okay, Mia, I'm sorry. Look, mom, I know this is going to be a very hard day. She placed her hand on my shoulder. Mia, please calm down. I couldn't control my anger. I shook her hand off my shoulder. I'm going to be at Leo's funeral. So stop telling me how to feel. Mia, please stop, she yelled, then she held her hands up. I began to cry. Please forgive me, mom. It's okay, honey. How am I going to get through this? So basically, the way I wrote this scene is the way I have felt with loss. I put myself in that place that I didn't want to be in, but I did it for this scene. I I looked at myself and I thought it was appropriate to share because he does say to look inside, you, you know, to try to get the words out. And that's what I've done in that scene for Chasing Clarity. So I hope that helps as an example. And now we're going to move, move on. Don't get intellectual. Dialogue is always direct, emotional, and simple. Even in special cases, when someone is being Indirect or evasive. It's still emotional and simple. Emotional language refers to small words that are to the point. If one character said, I don't love you anymore, I want to split up. The other answered, I disagree. In addition, it's my firm belief that we have the foundation for a sound and lasting relationship. And I know you're just as cognizant of it as I am. Unless, of course, there's been some deception on your part as far as honest disclosure of your feelings is is concerned, not to mention your activities, you'd wonder what the hell was going on, or just decide that it's bad writing. But if the character answered, "No, we're a perfect match," you said so yourself unless you've been lying to me, chances are you'd find it believable and keep reading so he says the example is to it, the example is easy to see. And I made it obvious, so it would be, but it's not always so clear. The dialogue can be a lot less intellectual than this, and still be stiff and distant, just a touch too intellectual, for example, so you need to examine your dialogue carefully. remember though careful carefully examine as you rewrite re as you rewrite it, and not when you're putting it on the page for the first time so you know in this scene uh that I read for you. It's very direct. I'm not getting intellectual on it. I'm just expressing Mia's feelings and her mother's concern. As a mother, I have children and of course you worry, you know, for your kids at any age, you know, even though she's just coming out of high school, she wonders what her state of mind is, what, you know, what this is doing to her. So, she's very concerned as any parent would. So, so, you know, in this case, just, just keep it don't get intellectual be clear and the dialogue will flow. So let's move on to get out the scalpel. But how do you turn the stiff intellectual and distant dialogue into le- into sorry. But how do you turn the stiff intellectual and distant dialogue into immediate personal and emotional words from the heart. Your best weapon your best weapon with dialogue. And rewriting in general is to cut, cut, cut. Get rid of every word you can do without. Then shorten the words. Here's the sentence. See what you can do without cutting and shortening. This is horrendous. Don't leave me. What's your motive? Ignore that. Motive isn't important. Just tell me. What do you want? I'm willing to consider anything, to do anything. Here's one solution, he says. Don't leave me. What do you want? I'll do anything. Sometimes the words are short, but it's still too excessive, too wordy for the situation, especially if it's highly emotional. How would you rewrite this for for more emotion? Yes, maybe you're right, but I don't think so. It could be cut too. You're wrong or come off it. In this case, you would cut it all and simplify. Now, if I were reworking this this sentence, I would say something like, this is horrendous. Why? What's your motive? Just tell me. Don't leave me. I'm willing to consider anything. Something like that. But, you know, he shows pretty good examples. It could just cut to your are wrong or come off it. So that's a pretty good example there that he, that he states. But those are just my examples of how I would write it. Now, um, now we move on to let them talk. The following examples are two versions of dialogue between the same characters about the same problem. Can you read them and identify what technique is lacking or working successfully? So let's, from the techniques that I just read, look inside. Don't get intellectual. Get out the scalpel. And now let's let's let me read you these examples. Here's the setup. A young woman, it says, sorry, give me a second here because before this phone. A young woman sees her husband in a dimly lit parking lot, giving a young woman he works with a passionate kiss. That night she confronts him. She just learned her father has terminal cancer. I gave her a peck on the cheek to comfort her what's going on what's going on that's what i want to know i've never seen you humiliate yourself like this before she's just a friend i'm not hiding anything it was an innocent gesture so now i suppose you think i'm spending all of my free time chasing chasing women so okay so that's one scenario now let's move on to the next how does it feel was it gripping strong direct could be more Could more be added to it? He says, if so, how? Reread it and think about what you might do to make it better. After you do, read the revised version below. Remember, we're only considering the dialogue and not getting into anything else. So I'm not going to reread it uh, because I want to read the second part of it. But you are more than welcome to go back to page 44, whether it's your Kindle or the hard copy of your book, if you decide to buy it, and work on that part of the first part and see if you can resolve it before you reread it. Now, let me read you the second version. She just learned her father has terminal cancer. I gave her a peck on the cheek to comfort her. That was no peck, and it wasn't on the cheek. I haven't had a peck like that in months. Now I see why. What's going on? That's what I want to know i never seen you humiliate yourself like this before. The humiliation is your doing. She's just a friend. I'm not hiding anything. I can see that. It was an innocent gesture. I hate to see what you'd call guilty. So now I suppose you think I'm spending all my free time chasing other women? All your time? How about some or any? So which version is better? What's the difference? What was done to improve it? There's one simple technique that made the difference. Note that not one of the husband's remarks has been changed. They're identical in both versions. So can you see what made the difference? In fiction, he says, everyone gets to speak her mind, but no one should be allowed to go on and on without the other character responding, especially when a response from that character will intensify the situation and reveal the characters all the more. All that was done in the second example was to have the wife respond after each of the husband's remarks. And it wasn't hard to come up with the right words because the situation is so charged with emotion. From the wife's desire for a happy marriage, dramatic want, and the husband's betrayal, dramatic obstacle. And he puts those in parentheses, the dramatic want, because the wife wants desire for a happy marriage and the husband's betrayal, dramatic obstacle, and her determination to get to the bottom of it, dramatic action. In parentheses, when you write your dialogue, always consider whether the ch- the whether the characters respond to each other and every statements the others the others make. There is also true. This is also true to reality because. When you think, uh, he says, when things are intense and emotional, people can get away with long winded speeches while others sit patiently and quietly listening. But again, this isn't just about dialogue. It's about getting more out of the characters and your story, which happens when the characters are trying to get more out of each other. And that's exactly it. If you read the first part, you see she says one line and he goes on and on and starts rambling but in the second one she responds to every one of those statements because that is an actual accurate picture of what it would look like if you're trying to have a confrontation to find out in this case is her husband having an affair and this and and this is so well put and written that it works so that that's that was the difference in that and most of you may have caught it and you may still want to go back and re- re-read and see how you would write it. So for now, like I said, we've covered chapter 5 um, on this day of on, uh, in the artist realm. I'm so happy that we were able to do that today. And we're going to uh, the chapter 5, strengthening Your Dialogue by Jerry Cleaver. But because there's a few exercises that he asks us to work on or... In this chapter um, it states to work on I'm going to go ahead and leave those for the next show next week and we're going to start off with those exercises I'm going to share mine if you want to share yours please feel free to contact me at Sylrider S-Y-L-W-R-I-T-E-R 07 at gmail.com or author Sylvia Stein you can send those as a DM direct message or on Instagram, Sylvia Stein, you can also send me as a message, or you could also send them on Twitter at, uh, Sil, oh, sorry, at Sylvia, S-Y-L-V-I-A, underscore Stein, stein 7 So there's several ways you can send it, or you could just, um, if you decide not to, you could just work on them on your own, and I will share them, uh, share my own examples here next week. But you do have the option of of sharing that, and you can use a hashtag, uh, strengthening your dialogue, hashtag, or dialogue hashtag, or um, crafting dynamic dialogue hashtag. So you could use strengthening your dialogue hashtag, um, dialogue hashtag only, or crafting dynamic dialogue hashtag, and then at, um, in in the artist room has a page also on Twitter or. Or Sylvia underscore Stein zero seven, or you could also send it as direct message through Instagram Sylvia Stein, and uh my author page Sylvia Stein on Facebook. But you also have the option of email Sil Writer, S Y L W R I T R zero seven at Gmail dot com. And now um we're also going to, when we start next week's show, we're also going to. Share the famous bits at the end for chapter five by Mr. Jerry uh, by author Jerry Cleaver and begin part two crafting great dialogue the source of great dialogue by Elizabeth Sims. So we have a lot to work on and and uh, we're gonna share some more next week. And I'm so pleased that I was able to be with you here today on In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein through potbean.com I really hope that you will um, download the episodes, uh, write a review, check out the episodes. We have a lot uh, that's going to come. And I'm so happy to be with you all here today. I hope you all have a fantastic and amazing Thursday. Have a great one and thank you for joining us. I leave you now with the... uh, Let's see here. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to find the song here. The Buddy uh, Tune by Garage Band. All music and and jingles provided by Garage Band and sound effects. Have a great one, and thank you for joining us here today. This was in the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein through Podbean.com. I hope you'll join us again next week. And this was Crafting Dynamic Dialogue, Chapter Five. Which was Strengthen Your Dialogue by author Jerry Cleaver. And this is from the book Crafting Dynamic Dialogue The Complete Guide to Speaking, Conversing, Arguing, and Thinking in Fiction. Happy Thursday, everyone. This was In the Artist's Room with Sylvia Stein. Join us again next week through Podbean.com.
0: 3030.